new approach, new strategy, new struggle. Surge, escalation, augment. Welcome to the English Mojo podcast series. Episode 19, Surge, Warfare. Only a week after the U.S. president announced that many thousands more American military were destined for Iraq, an amazing thing happened. The war ended. Even as he said, Victory will not look like the ones our fathers and grandfathers achieved. There will be no surrender ceremony on the deck of a battleship. A winner was already rising out of the skirmishes. The combatants were three words. Welcome to the world of Washington English, where the field of combat covers a bloodless maze of power in and around the nation's capital. As soldiers gathered their kits and prepared for their trip into the deserts of Mesopotamia, leaders of the world's strongest power were busy fighting inside the beltway, fighting fiercely over three simple terms, surge, escalate, and augment. Even someone who doubts the importance of choosing words can see how these American politicos, congresspersons, presidential spokespersons, and the Secretary of State all struggled to gain ground with just the right word. I'm Joseph Kashmir. Thanks for taking this episode from EnglishMojo.com. Maybe they were thinking of Mark Twain's caution. The difference between the right word and the almost right word is really a large matter. It's the difference between the lightning bug and the lightning. For even before the president marched out his 3,000-word speech, the three-word battle had been joined. It wasn't over the phrasings his staff had prepared. Not, for instance, because he used the word new, a heavy-handed 17 times, nor even because he closed with this odd construction. Trust that the author of liberty will guide us. In fact, he hadn't uttered surge, escalate, or augment in the address. But battles are often fought by proxy, on behalf of the powerful. It was back in November, after the elections and before the January address, that Pentagon officials had been quoted anonymously in the New York Times, talking about plans for 20,000 more troops. Then the term surge option appeared in the press. And it soon became the surge. Now, surge is a fine word, a powerful word. My dictionary sees it first of all as a strong wave-like forward movement, rush or sweep. It's a word with a built-in narrative. A wave grows larger, then smaller. Surge conjures up images of the sea crashing against a rocky coast, or a passing swell on the ocean, or the sudden rush of storm-driven water onto land. In military use, a surge force might mean troops that come in quickly to do a job, then leave. But less dramatic phrases were offered by the president. Increasing American force levels and will be deployed. In government and media, people likewise used lackluster terms like increase in military forces and a substantial but temporary increase in American troop levels. These descriptions paled against the short and sexy surge, which sounds an awful lot like urge and was soon on everybody's lips. The Secretary of Defense 
tried to dispel the mojo that Surge was exerting when he said, The increase in military forces will be phased in. It will not unfold overnight. There will be no D-Day. It won't look like uh, the Gulf War. But Surge was still embraced in the buzz. Then, signs of consciousness appeared in the American news media, enough to send the president's press secretary after the press corps. And so, see, Helen's got her favorite term, it's escalation. You've got surge. Uh, You know, no, surge is not a term I've ever used. This was an early sign that new contenders might buy to be the word of choice for the military adventure. By the way, this episode comes to you from EnglishMojo.com, where you can find more episodes and articles. In fact, escalation was one of two words that would go toe-to-toe the day after the president's speech. It was then that one Nebraska senator, who was a veteran of the Vietnam War, questioned the Secretary of State, who is a doctor of political science. Well, My question was the escalation was, of American troops I, I think in Iraq. Asked, but I think you asked who was supporting it. Right. Now, as to the question of escalation, I think that um, I, I don't see it, and the president doesn't see it as an escalation. What he sees Wait, is... 22,000 new troops, more troops in, is not an escalation? Well, I think, Senator, escalation is not uh, just a matter of how many numbers you put in. Escalation is also a question of, are you changing the strategic goal of what you're trying to do? Are you escalating... Would you call it a decrease? And billions of dollars I, more I would, that you, you need I would, for? I would call it, Senator, an augmentation... So, there, escalation and augmentation come in. Both from the fine, upstanding families, escalate and augment. A bit mannered, perhaps. Both of them 50-cent words used where 10-cent words would fit. Escalate is a relatively new breed, coming from the roaring 20s, when the moving stairs known as escalators were the rage. It means primarily to increase in intensity, magnitude, etc. It's an especially powerful word in America, a word with a history since it came to refer to the spiraling growth of the war in Vietnam. Augment is the older family, formed about 600 years ago. It means primarily to make larger in size, number, strength, or extent. But though it's older, it has no widespread emotional import. In fact, it's the sort of low-impact word a lawyer, accountant, or plastic surgeon would place in front of their clients. And that's how surge, escalate, and augment came into the public consciousness over a war halfway around the world. How have they done against each other? A search of the news for the week after the president's address to the nation showed a surge mentioned with Iraq over 20,000 times. Escalate was mentioned in the same sense about 3,400 times. And augment surfaced with Iraq just 37 times. But war is hell on words as it is on people. And we'll have to see how this story turns out. I'm Joseph Kashmir. Thanks for joining the podcast. More later. Goodbye for now. This has been a presentation of English Mojo. Please visit us at EnglishMojo.com for more about power in language. To give us your comments and questions, and to learn about our other productions and services.